The other day I heard that a member of my extended family had indicated that they were considering taking their own life. Thankfully, as of this moment, they're okay. They are safe. But it brought home to me the fact that I do this for a reason. And I want to talk today to people that more have thought about suicide. And I just want to talk about how suicide is never, ever the best option. And I want to give a couple of practical reasons why that is today. This is not a comprehensive list. This is just what's on my heart today. So we're going to dive in. Let's go for it. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. Alrighty, it might seem almost redundant to say that suicide is never the best option. And you might also be thinking that it doesn't really need to be said. Well, for some people it does. When people are thinking about ending their own life, they're so self-absorbed that they can't see outside of themselves. And sometimes a hard truth is better than no truth. There's a couple of reasons why suicide is never the best option. And it has to do with why people decide that they don't want to live. From my experience, it comes down to, well, there's no one or two reasons, there's thousands. But for me, in my understanding, the people I've spoken to, it basically comes down to two reasons. One is lack of hope. The inability to to believe that life is ever going to get any better or you're hurting people you're hurting those around you now as i said that's not a comprehensive list by any stretch of the imagination but it's what i want to focus on today so first off let's talk about hope or the lack thereof i don't live with hope i hate the word hope um for me hope is like a a poor kid standing out the front of like a a candy store they'll never be able to go in they like the look of what's in there they know that they would love it they know that it would make their lives brighter but there's no way that they can get into the shop because of their lack of money social standing whatever You see what's inside the store. You see the hope. You see other people living in that environment, taking it for granted, enjoying being in there, enjoying the candy, the hope. And seeing other people have it and you not being able to touch it, uh, it becomes a curse when people start talking about hope. There is a difference for me between hope and a reason to live. I don't think that they are interchangeable. 
for me, I don't look at my life and go, oh, great things are going to happen. In fact, I still catastrophize. Somebody says something good, my mind immediately goes to the negative. Um, uh, you know, whatever it is. This good thing is going to happen. Yep, but this thing is going to spoil it. I catastrophize. So I don't have hope in that respect. But I have a reason to live. And that reason is different for every single person. And I don't think I need to go into what my reason is. But it's a reason. I've got a legitimate something that I can hang my hat on and say, this is what I'm alive for. This is what I'm here for. Here, who I am with. Who uh, I, it, it, it's more appealing for me than to quit and die. I hope I've made that clear. Hope is the promise of things hoped for. It's things that might happen. A reason to live is something in the now. It's something that is tangible for you right now. This is why I want to stay alive. Okay, let's talk about the other one. You're hurting everybody around you. I was sitting with a psychologist once and she said, why is suicide in your mind such a good option? And I said, well, I'm screwing up my kids. I know that they're going to get older and I know that they're all going to end up in therapy. And I know it's kind of a cliche sitcom joke that my kids are going to end up in therapy anyway, but at least I know why they're there. I know what they're going to say because they live through my behaviors, the, the worst of it, the um, neglect, the rejection, the, all the things that my behavior displayed to them as viewed through their eyes. Psychiatrist turned to me and said, Mark, no child is ever better off by losing a parent. No child is be ever better off by just having one parent. Now, of course, my mind went to, what if they're a murderer? What if they're this? What if they're that? But in general, two parents, loving parents, are the ideal. People that can share the load, people that can be there for each other, people that can carry the other when they need to. Two people together is always better and no child is ever in a better place by losing one of those parents. Of course, again, I hear myself and I go, well, what if the one of the parents is abusive? Yes, there's exemptions to the rule. But in general, and again, that's the exemption that proves the rule, just um, knowing that there are abusive parents out there convinces us that if they weren't abusive and they were there, they are better off. So that's mark one off. I don't have to, I can't think about that. I can't think that my kids are better off. I think about my wife. And I think about what her life would look like, all the plans that she has, 
the the hopes the the relationship that we have growing old together having a best friend if you think about an older couple where one of them passes away it's always hard not just because of you know oh they don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend anymore they don't have that friend they don't have that person that has been there through thick and thin and one day you're going to be sitting on a porch together going we are really old and it's hard to get out of the chair but i'm glad i'm with you by me taking my own life i was robbing i would have robbed my wife of that future the future of partnership and sharing and knowing that you never have to be alone whatever reason whoever you think you're hurting your death is not going to make the situation better it never can if you are dead you don't have the opportunity to apologize to make amends to be a, a change maker in that family as soon as you decide i'm going to take my life as soon as you decide that i'm leaving because it's better let's be honest it's better for you it's better for me you know my problems are done but as soon as you make that decision you've made somebody else's life worse even an abusive parent that will take their own life will leave a scar not just from the abuse but from the suicide on a child so many unanswered questions so many things that they can't say so many ways that they can't get closure sure you might be the worst parent in the world but when you're dead it's like you get the final say it's like da -da, i'm dead i've got the last word and that leaves everybody else with all these unanswered questions and all this pain suicide is never the best option and it's never the only option this family member of mine that mentioned that they are considering suicide our whole family went into gear our whole family pulled together and said okay what do we need to do we called the people that understood better within the family what's your advice what do you think i should do how do you think i should proceed and then we circled the wagons and we surrounded this person with love as much as we could their loss their decision to end everything would leave us with nothing but broken hearts we wouldn't be thinking about their pain we wouldn't be thinking about what they went through all that we would be thinking is what could i have done why didn't i do something better why didn't i try harder why didn't i know why didn't i communicate with them that suicide was the worst possible decision that you could make 
suicide is never the best option. But a person that's suffering with suicidal ideation and suicidal thoughts cannot see the other side. And that's why it's so important for me to talk about this in this way today, because we need to let people know, the people that are hurting, the people that are struggling, we need to let them know that their life is precious and their death is unimaginable. The pain that will be left, the devastation that will be left is like a tsunami. Life will never be the same after something like that happens. Suicide is never the best option. Never. All righty. I want to thank you all. Have a great week. Uh, Please like, share, subscribe, do all those cool things. Uh, be really good. Uh, I've got some exciting news that I'll be sharing over the next couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And thank you so much for a lot of people who've been reaching out lately. Uh, we've got a I Am Pray. Uh, Anthony's reached out to us. Patricia has reached out to us. Um, Star Fox. Uh, Jamie Watkins. Wayne Pierce, Nate Parker, Helen Barrett. Hey, I just want to acknowledge you. Thank you for listening and have a great week. I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast.